welcome back to Autism, A New Perspective, the podcast show where we help you understand what is going on in the mind of your child, and we encourage you that growth for your child is possible. I'm Kat Lee, and in this week's special podcast, we visit about a very important topic, girls and autism. Let's listen in to our very special guest. I'm really excited about the guest we have with us, Nargis Carnahan. Nargis and I have worked together for some time. Nargis has a wonderful family and a wonderful little girl uh, that I've known for some time now, Nargis. And it's just such a joy to know this family. And Nargis, we welcome you, but we also really appreciate your willingness to share. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me on today. So why don't we start with you just telling us your story, uh, just sharing with us kind of your journey and, and how you came to RDI and whatever you would like to share. Sure. Uh, I have a preteen daughter on the spectrum. I can't believe how fast the years have gone. Uh, she was diagnosed in preschool. Uh, and that was after a couple of years of us grappling with what was going on. Uh, So by the time we got our diagnosis, it wasn't a great surprise to us, Uh, but we were, um, we had a long road ahead of us. We didn't really understand the journey that was ahead of us. About a year after the diagnosis, we just, well, we started our RDI journey in earnest about a year after she was diagnosed and we have not looked back since. Um, I really felt at the time when we started RDI that that it was very clear to me that was going to be our pathway. We had tried a lot of other interventions up to that point uh, and it just felt like we were doing things that weren't working. Um, And RDI made sense to me. Uh, And, you know, it's, it's not easy. It's definitely hard work and it's everyday work. Um, But we have seen amazing changes in our daughter. Uh, And that's not to say that we, that, that, that it's all done and dusted. Every layer of this onion that we unpeel, we discover just the depths of her deficits. Um, But we feel like, we feel like we're on a pathway. We feel like um, RDI has given us hope uh, and it's really oriented us to what a wonderful journey um, this is to be on this journey with this amazing child that we have. When I think back to when we first met, the the picture I have, and correct me if I'm misremembering, is just that you and your sweet little girl could not really even sit on the bed together. I mean, you couldn't just be. Yeah, um, you know, I have this iconic memory in my mind. Um, we couldn't, um, we couldn't be together in any way, shape, or form. Uh, and you know, sometimes I try to unpick when did things change, and, and I can't. It's like, you know, it's like a great love story. You can't pick exactly the moment when things changed, but they have changed a lot. And I, I remember. Uh, you know, before she was diagnosed with the speech therapists and the OTs and we got a trampoline so she'd learn to jump and she did learn to jump, but that didn't make our lives any better. Um, I think, you know, what what we really wanted was to know our daughter um, and 
and to not have to infer everything from what she did or what she didn't do. Um, we wanted to know her uh, and RDI gave us a pathway to that. Uh, now, our topic is autism in girls, which seems to suggest, or we might infer from that, <laughs> that there's a difference. And you and I visited many times that when you have a vulnerable child, you have a vulnerable child, whether yeah. that's a little boy or a little girl. But our topic, and, and one of the reasons you were so gracious to join us is because you do have a daughter. Can you, can you share with us some of the things that were a concern to you that you feel like were connected to your daughter? Yeah, I think that every child on the spectrum or not, boy or girl, every child's on their own journey. Um, and is unique and wonderful. And I, um, I remember reading at the point of diagnosis, these one page fact sheets on girls and autism. Um, and I could never relate to them. They never described my child. And I felt like it was just another way to be alienated. Uh, so what I have come to think more about, particularly as my child gets older, is the journey um, that women and girls go on. Uh, we grow up in a different cultural context. There are different expectations of girls and women in our society and different biology. Uh, and I want, to, I, I want to be in a space where we can acknowledge that and discuss that so that every child gets all the support they need and beyond those early childhood years. Um, you know, ASD is a lifelong journey uh, for the people that live with it and their families. And the issues change. Um, and I just, you know, I found myself in a space lately where it's been hard to engage with people on that level about, um, about the unique issues, I think, that girls and women face in our society. I, um, you know, read often about there's this percentage that are boys and this percentage <laughs> that are girls and that percentage is so small but I actually have many wonderful little girls that I yeah. see in their family um, so sometimes I wonder if that's accurate but assuming that it is um, I, I feel like just the fact that that's talked about in that way has to be a little bit lonely I'm so glad we're talking here. Yeah, um, it does feel lonely. I feel like the stories that I hear and the footage that I watch represents boys. Um, and I'm, I'm not sure, uh, you know, obviously each child is unique, but it's like everything in life, you know. I, I'd, like to, I'd like to see young girls, young women uh, represented. Just like when I turn on the news, I don't want to see... <laughs> you know the stereotypical image of a man every night it's you know we've adapted to those to that representation of women in our society and it would be nice to see that reflected in the discussion about the needs of asd people now you and i have have visited before about the mother-daughter relationship and i know how precious uh, from the beginning, we talked about how precious that is to you. Um, I, I can only imagine you felt that was so highly threatened uh, by 
your sweet daughter's vulnerabilities. When you're starting out and you can't just be together, uh, that that had to present challenges for you emotionally. Yeah, it it really did. Um, I I always I always knew in my heart um, that we had a deep connection. There was no way that we couldn't have. Um, from from all the things that we had been through together, particularly in the early years when I didn't really understand what was going on for her. Um, but I can tell you that, you know, in this COVID era, we've made some really significant changes in our family. And for the first time, uh, my daughter spontaneously said to me, I love you. And that was, you know, I always knew it, um, but it's different to hear it. Um, and it's hard, you know, it's hard to have waited so long, but for all those developments, whatever track um, a child is on, when those things happen, they're hugely significant. Um, and, you know, yes, I, I missed out on, on those particular words um, for, for years, but now they're here um, and I will cherish them, you know, I, I just, I cherish everything that I have with her now because I understand the struggle um, that she's been through. And, and I know, I know because the issues that we all face um, as people in, a, in society trying to negotiate and navigate complex relationships, um, I, I know she's going to have struggles because I've had struggles, you know, <laughs> everybody has struggles. I just know um, she's going to have struggles because she has additional vulnerabilities, additional obstacles, um, and for her, an impaired ability to send and receive communication. Um, so, you know, I, I worry. I worry a lot um, about her and how she's going to navigate all the things that everybody has difficulty navigating. Yeah, yeah. It's it's And you're into the the preteen years, which uh, mm. most of us <laughs> have particular memories about those times, uh, specifically, um, we can share that. So let's talk a little bit about your RDI journey and just mm. some of the things that you have seen help you and your family mm. and the things that you've seen come about. It's, it's actually been very remarkable to be a part of that. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's, I would say that we had, we had an experience recently, um, where my daughter was unwell, you know, it was just a tummy bug. Um, but for the first time she was able to express what was going on in her body. Um, I didn't, I didn't feel a sense of panic. I didn't feel a sense of, whoa, we've got to go straight to the hospital because I don't know what's going on. She was able to share, you know, do that kind of experience sharing communication. And that has been such a significant um, development. And it's been solely because of RDI, the emphasis on multi-channel communication in RDI, the emphasis on experience sharing communication, the emphasis on also, I think, parents setting limits on themselves um, and staying regulated in those difficult moments. Uh, and we've, you know, these days we're having um, amazing uh, experiences of co-regulation that in the early days was just really difficult to ever imagine that we would be in sync together, that we would be doing something together and enjoying it, but, and really 
and really being synchronized and coordinated and watching each other and taking an initiative to repair breakdowns. I mean, this morning, my daughter, my daughter just picked up the law, her brother's laundry and put it away for him, right? Um, ah, and <laughs> it's the ultimate. If only I could, you know, if only I could <laughs> encourage other members of the household to be like this. It's, yeah. it's, it's the little things that add up um, to being a significant change in a family's well-being. And we're talking about you because you're a mom. Mm. Uh, but let's say a little bit about dad too, because dad yeah. have special relationships with their daughters. Um, I'm sure you've seen a lot of changes there as well. Yeah. So, you know, those pre-diagnosis years were really hard um, on both of us and on our whole family. Uh, and, you know, there were times when I just really thought that, we won't get through this. We won't get through this as a family. Um, it, there was a time when my husband and I was diametrically opposed um, in all aspects of parenting this child. Uh, and RDI brought us together um, because to me, it made sense intuitively and to him, it made sense intellectually. And it doesn't really make any difference how you connect with RDI as long as you do. Uh, and it gave it gave us both something we could actively do. You know, we weren't just there doing repetitions of exercises or holding flashcards up. It gave us something to do with our child, which we really struggled to find. Um, you know, she, she would literally just walk around the house aimlessly um, and avoid us. So we really felt lost. Um, you know, there's, there was nothing, we felt there was nothing we could do. And all of a sudden, RDI came along um, and, and we had a program. We had steps we could work through. We got, we got thinking about activities and engagements in a completely different way. Uh, and it's been so helpful with our other child as well, um, explaining to our other child what makes a productive social engagement. Um, so yeah, it, it's had all these spillover benefits that I never could have foretold. So I know we don't have a crystal ball of the future <laughs> and we often talk about looking to the future can have benefits, but then it can also, uh, too much yeah, cause your maybe. mind to world, right? <laughs> all around. Um, so as she's growing into, you know, older as our kids do, mm. uh, what are your concerns? What are your thoughts for her as she crosses into these teenage years? Yeah, um, I have thought a lot about it. And, and as you said, it's been lonely thinking um, because I found it really hard to find people to engage with me on these issues. Um, I, I would worry for any child of mine <laughs> in the teenage years. Um, but I think there are things that we all have trouble negotiating and grappling with as we get older. Questions around what is acceptable behaviour, um, questions around what does it mean to be assertive and where's the line into being aggressive or, um, or engaging unproductively with others. What does it mean to be bullied? How do you recognise that? How do you deal with it? 
Uh, and then consent. Um, what, what does it mean to give consent? How do you know exactly what you're giving consent to? How do you retract consent if you find yourself in a situation that you're uncomfortable with? I think I can start to tease some of those issues out with her. Uh, but for somebody who really learns experientially, um, I, I, I fear for her, <laughs> you know, I fear for her being in, in those kinds of situations with people um, with all these vulnerabilities that she has and also um, her difficulties with sending and receiving communication and understanding exactly what it is that people mean and what uh, different intent they might have. So, you know, it's, it's, it feels to me like crossing a road. I can't let her do it until I know that for 100% certainty that she's going to make it across the road. Um, and so I know I, I go through this struggle as a parent about, you know, overcompensating or overprotecting, but then on the other hand, knowing um, that the negative consequences could that could basically destroy all the work that we've done up to this point. And, and I know that might sound dramatic, but, you know, I've had my own experiences of life. I've witnessed other people's experiences of life. And there are a lot of things that people don't talk about, a lot of things that people have been through that they don't talk about. Um, and, you know, as is my natural instinct as a parent to protect her, but also knowing that those things could have grave consequences for her and her well-being. Well, and I think one of the things that RDI is so encouraging about is you've laid this groundwork for all those things that you have just uh, yeah. spoke about, um, understanding intent, being able to have those conversations with her. But that's from all that initial work that you all have, have really invested yourself in. Yeah, I mean, there was a there was a time, as you said, where we couldn't even engage with her. I, I would say that her metacognitive skills have have really improved to the point where I can think about these issues and having these discussions with her. Uh, and so it's you know it's an exciting time on the one hand, but I do feel like oh my goodness, you know, I've made so many mistakes in my life. Who am I to kind of be the parent guide and, and to coach this young person, you know, into the world? Um, yeah, it's just um, that, all, you know, it's like everything. As a parent, all you can do is your best. Um, and But it would be really nice. It would be really nice to be able um, to engage with people about these things. I'm not looking for answers, um, but I'm just, you know, I'm just looking to, I guess, wonder, do other people have the same concerns <laughs> that I do? Uh, you know, uh, are, this, are the worries the same? Well, you actually uh, are right, right in the zone of what I wanted to ask you, which is mm -hmm. to a mom or dad um, who has a sweet daughter, uh, what would you what would you say to that? I mean, you are also a consultant. I should tell. Uh, yeah, because you're an RDI consultant and a parent, and you've been on this journey for a while now, mm. and an RDI for some time. What would you say to that parent uh, from what you've learned? Yeah, I I guess I would say um, always trust your intuition uh, about about whether 
a person or an environment is safe for your child. Um, don't be, even if you're concerned that your child might not understand exactly what you're saying to them about the issues in this space, just keep going, keep having those conversations. I remember um, it was years ago, maybe four or five years ago, that I started talking with my daughter about puberty. Um, but that was really healthy. That was really healthy. The words that she didn't understand then, she understands now and is familiar with. Um, and it, it's, you know, it's really de demystified this phase of her life. Uh, yeah, you know, just trust your intuition bring your child along on their own journey, you know, <laughs> don't leave them behind um, and don't be, don't be afraid to use a big word here or there and then to give meaning and life to it later on down the track. One of the things I think I love so much about RDI is in our work with parents and helping them guide their children. And I always say this, we're never trying to change your child into someone else what we want to do is allow them to be the person the little sweetheart the person they are meant to be to have the life that they are meant to have the fullest possible uh, and there's a lot of talk today about people wanting to change and make the children different or somehow yeah. people that's not the case at all uh, for us it's about helping them be the fullest yeah. and that's I love uh, you guys your family because that's very much what I've had the pleasure to see with your sweet daughter is her coming into her own and having mm. just, you can see that growth as her moving forward. And, uh, and it, it's taken a lot on your part and on her part too, don't you think? Oh yeah, she is. Um, she is an incredible, I was just telling you <laughs> recently how incredible she is, um, how the intrinsic motivation has really kicked in for her. Um, and yes, you know, there's still so much to work on, um, giving her confidence, um, giving her the confidence to make judgments and to know that when um, things don't go right, it's a learning process. All those things that we have to learn in a clumsy kind of way, RDI has given us the opportunity to be a bit more deliberate about. Um, so yeah, she is really hardworking. Um, she's she really understands, you know, I feel like with her every day, she's trying to be a better person. Um, and she's really, you know, when I think back to the times before RDI, she's really calm, you know, she is, she is the calm force in our family um, and so much more self-aware. So, yeah, she, um, you know, I, I feel a bit humbled when I watch her and when I think about how far she's come. I do. When I hear you talk about her uh, <laughs> being the calm force, I just remember how this all started. And, and the reason I emphasize that to dear parents who are here with us is that sometimes you can hear these stories and I know I'm a parent mm. as well. And you can think, well, maybe that's just how they've always been. Mm. We know how it was for her, her life. Yeah. Anti-calm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was it was just really hard on her and the family. Mm. No, and now this, this is a true, uh, true who she is. Mm. And I can tell she wants to be, but she just couldn't be there. 
Uh, yeah. And and that's the beauty of the work you've done. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I think to myself, because I know that people, people look at us, people look at her and think, oh, you know, that might have happened anyway. It's just kids getting older and but I know for a fact <laughs> that we would still be stuck yes. <laughs> right where we are were it not for RDI. Um, I, I just, I know that because we tried many things um, and over the years we've tried different things. Um, but this has, this has been the kind of momentous force that we needed. And, and it, you know, it required our full commitment, but for us there was no other way. You know, the, the way... Um, things were before RDI just was bringing our whole family to its knees um, and and in the background we sort of we all kind of knew that that wasn't what you know she wasn't doing any of those behaviors intentionally you know she wanted to get out of that situation um, and so yeah, yeah. There, there was just so, no other way <laughs> hmm. Nargis thank you for thank you for joining us so, so, so much. My pleasure. Thank you for having me on today. And thank you for joining us for Autism, A New Perspective, the podcast show where we help you understand what is going on in the mind of your child. And we always encourage you that growth for your child is possible. I'm Kat Lee. See you next time.